You are listening to the Cultivating Careers and Alternative Proteins podcast, a podcast which features students and early career professionals who work in the alternative protein industry, where they discuss their journeys and deliver advice on how you can start a career in this revolutionary field. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Ching Zen, who currently works as a food safety specialist at Upside Foods, formerly known as Memphis Meats, and is located in the Bay Area. Upside Foods was one of the first startups to work solely on cultivated meat and is famous for creating the first cultured meatball, chicken, and duck products. Prior to working at Upside Foods, Ching was a product development assistant for a la carte connections. During her studies in food science at the University of California, Davis, she interned at California Spice Basket, Perishable Foods Council of Northern California, Nevada, and Wind Food Myanmar. Every two months, she volunteers at the Ronald McDonald House to help with gardening, cleaning, cooking, and distributing meals for families. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Ching. Hello, Ching, and welcome to the Cultivating Careers and Alternative Proteins podcast. I'm so happy to have you on the show. I am so grateful to be here and for this opportunity. Thank you for having me. So as always, I'd like to ask my guests, what inspired you to get into the alternative protein space? Mine is a little bit of a unique approach, I would say, because I was in the food science space, but I didn't have any direction like grads and seniors. I was still figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, where I wanted to be and the next steps. So a few months before I graduated, my country where I was born and raised, Myanmar, was seized by the military and declared a coup. And as an international student, it kind of posed a tough challenge for me because number one, it's very mentally draining to have family back home and having to worry about their safety and your friends and all these things. So I was not in a great spot because, you know, like with graduating, there's that stress of having to figure out life, but also having to figure out personal things. So I was in a very tough spot, but I also kind of call it like a blessing because it pushed me to get out of my comfort zone, to be able to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. I kind of went into a deep dive of self-discovery and what I wanted to accomplish in my own life. I wanted to focus my energy on making my time in school count and also my time in this country count. And so I started looking at different industries and different food companies. Around the time that I was graduating, I wanted to see what the future of food would be. So my background, like I said, is in food science. And I loved every aspect of it, food laws, product development, manufacturing. It's such a great way to interact with something that's so vital in our life. What inspired me was just the need for a change. A lot of people are very used to the variety of foods that we see in grocery stores. When I first came to America, walking down those huge aisles and seeing all these products, it's so amazing because you're just like, wow, I can try this and that. And food brings people together. And so you get to talk about all these different things. But a lot of the behind the scenes of what happens in food manufacturing 
isn't as widely known to the public and consumers. So being from a food science background, I had that knowledge. When I started working in the food industry, I was seeing a need for drastic changes in the way we perceive and interact with food on a daily basis. There are thousands of products that enter the market, which is being produced in similar ways with few changes made in the way we consume resources. What I mean by that is there's little changes in the way energy is being consumed in the industry, little changes in packaging materials, etc. Not only that, we need change to come from consumers. The food industry thrives on the demands of the market. And when consumers become educated and informed about this industry and how food works and how the food supply chain works, we can start seeing the demands shift. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to work in alternative protein is that from the education, I became more aware of the things I needed to do in my life to start seeing change. One day I was going into that deep dive of alternative protein and what's out there. I would always be on LinkedIn. I would always be looking at different websites. I found New Harvest, Good Food Institute, which is what every interested person gets their information from. And great resource, by the way. And I highly encourage anyone to go to these different places and look and learn. One day I got to see the UC Davis's Cultivated Meat Consortium. They had a short course on cultivated meats and alternative protein. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And then on the side, there was a flyer for a panel discussion and it read innovative women changing the global future of food. And as a woman in STEM, it's always inspirational to look up to these people who you respect and who you can relate to almost. So I went to the panel. It was such a life-changing thing for me. I always tell this to people that I meet. It's crazy to see that all these women have broken through the barriers and have gotten to the stage that they are and have garnered the respect. And I want to be in that position one day. So that kind of set off the chain and me getting into the alternative protein space. And thanks to them, I found just a sense of motivation and push to keep going down this route. And that's how I got into the space. Wow. Yeah, that's a really unique story. I haven't heard something along those lines before. So another story I'd like to hear about is your journey to Upside Foods. I came from food science background. And before going into university, I kind of had a intern role in a food company back in Myanmar, where it was a snack producing facility. So they made wafers and cookies. And I was just a QA intern, I mostly shadowed people and looked at documents and got to collaborate with different teams, which was amazing. And then when I got to UC Davis, I was employed as a food safety assistant for the EHS program and got to see food safety on the retail side of things. And I worked there for two years and it was an amazing experience. I got to help out with inspections, looking at different reports and just developing that eye for food safety. After that, I had an internship with 
a startup in the Bay Area called California Spice Basket. So I worked as a food science intern in product development. I was doing a lot of different spice blends, understanding the functionality behind them. And then afterwards, I found a job as a product development assistant for a food science consultant called A La Carte Connections. During that time, I got to work with a lot of different ingredients. I was doing product formulation and making a lot of iterations for so many different things, including nutrition bars, alcoholic seltzers, cookies, all these different projects that came into my lab. I got to experiment with ingredients, understanding supply chain, and contacting all these industry suppliers for samples. It was a great way to get my foot in the door and understanding the traditional food industry. That was around the time that I was going into the deep dive of what do I want to do and where do I want to go. When I was on the job search, I saw that many of these startups are hiring for positions and upstream development, which is mostly geared towards process development, biotech, media development, etc. Being someone who's more versed in the downstream side of production, it was tough seeing where I could fit in. During this time, I saw that Upside Foods had a food safety role on its career page, and I immediately applied and interviewed for the position. I got to talk with the food safety team at Upside, and I started to piece together the cogs that helped move the cultivated meat forward and making sure that we are accountable for what we're putting out. So a lot of people aren't really familiar with what food safety entails. So could you maybe explain more about what you do as a food safety specialist, what your day-to-day looks like? Yeah, I agree. I think that when we talk about cultivated meat, especially, there's a lot of ambiguity on what really goes behind the scenes of what kind of people are working towards making cultivated meat a reality. I think food safety plays a critical role because our industry has extra attention in terms of food safety, because there's a lot of research and a lot of science happening that not a lot of people understand. So for me, as a food safety specialist, what we do is try to maintain and sustain a food safety culture within the company. I help build food safety programs like how you would in other traditional food manufacturing facilities. If you look at food safety 70 years ago, it was more reactive rather than proactive. And this shift has allowed for manufacturers to create risk-based systems like HACCP to ensure we control for food safety hazards. And what I would say food safety represents is We make sure these standards are in place at every level, allowing us to be accountable for producing safe products now and for the future. As markets become increasingly globalized with each passing year and with the population growing, the global food supply chain will only continue to increase in scale and complexity. Obviously, there's no product going out into the world yet. We're still waiting for our regulatory approval, but it's better to think ahead and be prepared, especially in this industry. 
outside of what I'm doing as a food safety specialist, Upside Foods has a great engagement program. So I am involved in the wellness program and also the people engagement program where I get to help build Upside culture. And I think it's a great way to talk about why we do what we do and also doing it with everyone who's on board and who has the same idea of what we want to accomplish. Awesome. Wow. It seems like you're involved in a lot of different things. So that's really great and probably makes your day-to-day a little less mundane. Yeah, I would say mundane doesn't exist in this work environment. I love what I do and it's a great learning experience. It's exciting. I love the space and I love challenges and I love the excitement of having to do a lot of different things and learning processes and interacting with different people. So yeah, I love what I do. It's always the old saying, if you love what you do, you never really work a day in your life. Exactly. So why is food safety so important in the alternative protein sector? And feel free to speak to maybe just the cultivated meat area if that's where you have more experience. Food safety, obviously, is important for all foods. And we want to protect consumers from foodborne illnesses and injuries. And that is why the regulatory agencies are very stringent and strict with the rules and regulations that they have. With cultivated meats, there is a lot of different aspects that come into play with food safety. One of our goals for Upside Foods is to create a better food system, and that includes making meat in a way that addresses concerns related to food safety and nutrition. For instance, cultivated meat has the potential to improve public health. And a lot of people are familiar with foodborne illnesses, but not really in depth as a food science background people would be in terms of understanding what triggers these foodborne illnesses to occur. And that's where food safety comes in is that we're controlling and putting all these policies and practices in place to prevent contaminations, to prevent harmful bacteria, With cultivated meat, we're producing meat in a clean, controlled environment, and we expect our products to have lower risk of carrying bacteria like salmonella. Another health risk is that the traditional farming industry and the meat production process has high doses of antibiotics in their industry. And the overuse of antibiotics contributes to the spread of antibiotic resistant superbugs, which can lead to future pandemic outbreaks. Of course, we don't want that. We can already tell what happens. We don't expect to use antibiotics at scales, so we reduce the risk of these future pandemics. And we as food safety We advocate and we are the gatekeepers of our product and process and having that responsibility to keep consumers safe. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember reading a stat somewhere that 70% of all antibiotics are used in animal agriculture. And by the year 2050, it's expected that 10 million people each year will die due to antimicrobial resistance. These numbers are crazy. There's actually 420,000 people die every year worldwide from contaminated foods, which is a big number. And it's crucial to put food safety in the conversation when talking about cultivated meat. And I think collaboration in this space is very important. 
there is a lot of industries out there where we look at people who have the same products as competitors. But in a space like cultivated meat, I think we have to come together to solve these big challenges in our food system. I'm excited for the innovation and the collaboration. And I hope that we can come to a point where cultivated meat will be accessible for consumers. Yeah, same here. And I'll just briefly touch on the importance of food safety from the plant-based side of things based on my experience in the the plant-based meat industry. Food safety is extremely important because a lot of consumers have this common misconception that plant-based products, because they don't have meat in them, they're a lot less likely to get salmonella or E. coli or other common pathogens found in meat products. But that's not necessarily the case. You can still get all of these pathogens in plant-based meat products. So it's really important that food safety is maintained throughout the entire process because some consumers think that they can just eat these products raw because, oh, it's not meat. It's safe for me to eat raw. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Yes. And I definitely think education around this topic is crucial for a lot of consumers, especially with alternative protein, where we're going to have to let consumers know how to properly consume and what it is that we want them to know about our products. Most definitely. So what do you like the most about your work in food safety? That is an amazing question because not only do I love my team and the people at Upside, but I really love that I'm helping make a difference in our food system for the betterment of the community. Down the line, this is what matters. This is us helping one another to make sure that we are helping the world become a better place for thousands of years to come, hopefully. (laughs) And we as food safety advocates for the people and we push for accountability in every step of the process before it reaches the market. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing what I do is because I know that a lot of people are counting on us to make sure that we're giving them safe options. Mm -hmm. Very motivating. And where do you see yourself in the future, say the next five to 10 years? In the future, I see myself building a community, pushing for growth in alternative protein awareness, consumption, and investment in Asia. Um, It's not an easy feat. And (laughs) to do this, I think raising public awareness of the very drastic decline in our resources, climate change, and the effects it has on the livelihoods of people, businesses, and the environment is critical. Local and rural farming communities suffer the most from the effects of climate change. And these are the people that need our help and need our support the most. And reshifting our energy and not only perceiving food as linear, but as circular will help us do that. The food ecosystem is very circular and we need to strive to build each and every step with this in mind, especially in cultivated meat. We have these amazing benefits that come out of cultivated meat, but down the line, we have to make sure it's accessible to every single person. And in the next 10 years, I think cultivated meat will become a favored option of meat consumption for consumers. And I hope to help make this accessible for people of all economic backgrounds. All right. So what advice do you have for job seekers in the alternative protein space? 
I love this question because when I was looking for jobs, I was always trying to understand what it is it that I need to be in order to fit into the space. But a lot of the times, it's just taking the leap. It seems very intimidating, but it's you against you when it comes to these difficult decisions. If you're really interested and passionate about the space, you would be relentless. And down the line, it builds your confidence and it also makes you stand out because it builds your story. It builds who you are. And that's what differentiates you. I say feed the fire that you have. If you are interested in the space, keep exploring, keep talking to people, be a lifelong learner. There is tons of resources out there and tons of people who are very interested in sharing their knowledge and sharing their experience and talking about the space because we want people to be excited. We want people to know that this exists. We need minds coming together. We need passionate people. I would say, take the leap, be passionate, be relentless, build you. Because wherever you're coming from and whatever you're doing, it contributes down the road to who you are. And it is who you are that companies are hiring. It's very crucial for people to understand that there's no box to fit in. You are creating that box and you're coming into a space, letting people know that there's so much that you can contribute to and your confidence also exudes when you know what you want. Another advice I would give is network. Go on LinkedIn, add people, message, talk to them. A lot of the times people are excited to share. They want to be able to help from what I've seen. And there's a lot of resources. People share things because they want this knowledge. They want to build a community. As soon as you're networking and building this platform for yourself, you'll start to see and you'll start to understand how people are looking at things differently and how the industry is. From that, you can also find a lot of different events, a lot of different conferences, and that's also a great way to get yourself out there to talk to people. And throughout the whole thing, you're going an extra mile to be able to learn and grow. So it definitely adds to you to talk about the experiences that you get from networking. Just be patient with yourself and keep a positive spirit. Things take time especially figuring out yourself and your identity and who you are and what you represent. That is crucial in building yourself, not just a career. I think that is what differentiates you down the line. Yeah, very well said. Is Upside Foods actively hiring? And if so, what types of roles and where should people apply? Yes, Upside Foods is hiring. There are so many different roles across so many different cross-functional groups. There's a careers page on our website, upsidefoods.com, and also on LinkedIn. Our recruiters are very active in looking out for people and talking to people. And so I would definitely recommend reaching out to any of our recruiters. There are several open roles on our careers page. There's also a additional open application and so if you don't see a role that fits you and you still want to be able to get your foot in the door, definitely use that open application to let us know. We're hiring various roles across the company, including manufacturing, bioprocess engineering, data science. There are food production, product development roles, research associates. So 
there's a lot of different things and wherever you end up would be great because the company comes together for a lot of things. And also, please feel free to add me on LinkedIn for informational interviews. I'm more than happy to speak about my experience and the team and helping you find where you fit in if that's what you want to do. And if you see yourself at Upside, definitely reach out. Yeah, and I'll provide links to Upside Foods career page as well as your LinkedIn for anyone who wants to connect with you. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to add or talk about? Yeah. So a lot of people that are within the food space and the food tech space, we understand the conversation around food and the food system that we want to improve and change. But there's a lot of education to be done around food. And so I would encourage people to speak up about the choices we make in food and reshaping our conversation around food. Our carbon countdown clock is ticking fast. I think a lot of people in this space understand that there's a need for change, but I think education is always the first step in kind of coming to consensus on how can we bring this together and make it so that the mainstream market understands why we're doing what we're doing. The conversation starts with food, right? Everyone has that in common. We interact with it on a daily basis. So understanding the choices that we're making in the food that we're interacting with and educating about why what we're doing is important is a great start. It also kind of keeps you motivated in talking about your passions. And hopefully you'll find why we're so passionate about this space. That's fantastic. Well, it's been such a honor and, and delight to have you on the show here. Thank you for taking the time to share your experience and hopefully some listeners will follow in your footsteps or reach out to you and learn more about the alternative protein industry and how they can get involved. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Like I said, add me on LinkedIn, connect with me. I'm more than happy to talk about the industry, the space and my experience. It is my hope that Ching's experience has shown that there are a multitude of roles within the alternative protein space, some of which you've likely never thought of, like food safety, and reiterates that there's a place for everyone, including you, to be a part of the alternative protein revolution. If you want to learn more about careers in the alternative protein industry, please follow the Cultivating Careers in Alternative Proteins podcast on Instagram for weekly posts about resources, job boards, advice, and so much more.